Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. Today we have Ramon Ray teaching us how to be present. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, and sharing out the Breakfast with Champion podcast so that you don't miss your opportunity to hear the other moderators at the biggest breakfast table in the world. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. I love it. Thanks so much. And feel free to hang around for 30 more seconds. I love how they do, you know, and talk radio before one host leaves, the other host, they're bantering a bit. So I just want to uplift you. Thank you, Brio, for the session you did, carrying it on. Love the sound of your voice. And I always love the nuggets you provide, Brio. Uh, so thanks for being here. And um, anything else you wanted to add before we, I start my segment, Brio, are you pretty much done from that hour? Yes, 4.30 on the dot, my time. We land the plane on time. We start on time. It. We end on time. We are Tim Story and Barbara Majeski in here. All right, let's do it. Have a great I love time. it. All right, thank you so much, Bill. And indeed, somebody gave a shout out to Alpha. I just want to keep uplifting him as well. Man, the brother is like dropping nuggets and science and and uh, amazing. So let us begin. My name is Ramon Ray, one of the Breakfast with the Champion speakers today, and we're going to have a top ten things you need to know today to keep in mind for the next seven days in your business that I found over the last few days that I curate every Thursday at 7:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to talk today about how to be present. the office. Ooh, how to improve your time management skills. Are business cards still important? How to hire reliable virtual assistants. Apple's new child protection features. What went wrong there? Can million dollar companies really go broke? Setting up a home office studio and guest podcasting. We're going to talk about that and more today for the next 30 minutes on Breakfast with Champions. But before we do that, just for those who know, because again, this is a show. You have people coming and going, new people, old people, etc. Just to remind everyone, you're in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We now have, wait for it, 15 hours. It deserves the bell. Boom. We now have 15 hours of programming each weekday from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, plus a 6 a.m. noon on Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday. You can guess what time Club 111, hint, hint, is on Sundays. And right now, please feel free, invite some of your friends into this amazing room by hitting the little plus sign at the bottom right of your screen, or better yet, invite them to join the breakfast with champions club on clubhouse so they know when the room opens each and every day feel free to click on many of our heads the moderators and more and speakers and follow them as well and a shout out to my friend gene stafford who's a newly member of breakfast with the champions who is in the new york city event so with that let's kick this off and start and i would invite when i'm done here probably i'll leave some time left whether moderators or i like brielle's model especially those who usually don't get a don't raise their hand to speak feel free to raise your hand and i'll let the moderators bring up whoever they want and we'll just kind of have an open mic and see what happens toward the end of this segment but let's dive into today's top 10 which i do on thursdays at 7 30 a.m by the way those who are want a list of this top 10 just dm me that's the easiest way on instagram the words the letters bwc dm that to me on instagram bwc and you can follow along on the top 10 that i'm doing so let's dive in how to be present some of you may know the name christy wright she's a dave ramsey personality and she had a blog post or i think it was or maybe a book coming out i'm not sure can't remember what it was recently where she just talked about how can we be present 
So many times we're busy, busy, busy rushing here and there, and we're multitasking. We think that works, but it doesn't always work. And so it's cool to read her blog post about how can we be present in what we're doing? How can we recognize people? Glenn Lundy shows that pretty well by saying, hey, he calls that different names and making you feel like you're the only one in the room. But three things she talks about, and I'm sure there's more, but one, stop multitasking. Yeah, it's really hard to listen to your wife and at the same time, write a blog post. I'm speaking to myself. Stop multitasking. Two, set phone boundaries. We scroll and 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 scroll all day long. Sometime you got to put it down and read some of those amazing books. I think it's Jeff the Entrepreneur or so many others are book readers. I read books too, but not as much that I should. So set phone boundaries and do something else. Go play with your kids. Go kiss your dog. Go cook some food. Go make a cup of coffee. Sit outside and think whatever works for you. But let's try to get off that phone a bit and do some other things in life. Don't let your thoughts wander, huh? Yeah, sure I can. You see what I mean? Somebody called me to go play a game of football right now. I was getting ready to leave this session. I'm just joking. But the point being, don't let your thoughts wander. Sometimes we just get so sidetracked. So that's tip number one, how to be present that Christy Wright talked about. And I have links to all these people, et cetera. Uh, in this document, just uh, DMEBWC. Three myths of entrepreneurship. This article is on Forbes, and it talked about what are some myths that people have about entrepreneurship. And I thought that was very interesting because oftentimes we become small business owners or entrepreneurs, and we think there are certain things that are true, but they're really not true. And three things they said that were very interesting, get like-minded people as partners. You know what? Sometimes when you get like-minded people as partners, it doesn't work. And in fact, Glenn Lundy has said that over and over again, speaking about Sarah McCord. Glenn Lundy, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said, and he's not scatterbrained at all, very smart man, but he's like, you know, fast moving, scatter all over the place. He's a visionary, right? Bringing us all together. And he's like, he's admitted it. He's like, no, I need someone who can be my wing person there to help execute and bring stuff together. So I think it's interesting. Even someone as amazing as Glenn Lundy, he's saying, no, I don't want everybody who thinks like me or it would be just it would be different we all need to collect our thoughts of everybody together so get like-minded people as partners no that's a myth you shouldn't have people in your business who are just like you too your passion doesn't make it easier to sell but yeah passion is good excitement is good but because you have passion is not all you need to build a successful business there's a lot of other things you need as well to build a successful business tip number three that forbes talked about because you think you're a great boss doesn't mean your team thinks you are. By flashing mics, how many have been at companies where the boss thought they were all that in a pack of jelly beans, but everybody knew the boss was like a total moron or wasn't very good? How many have experienced that? Flash those mics. Let me see. Yes, Monica, <laughs> Tara. Okay, good, good. I'm not alone here. So I see that we have some agreement. Thank you, Renee. Indeed. So that's another myth of entrepreneurship. Tip number three, or point number three, Gen Z wants to go back to the author. This is a article that came out in Bloomberg. And I thought it was interesting because there is this debate. It's not so much political, thank God for that. But there is this, this interesting thing about is work from home working? I don't know. 
know. Is it working? Is it not? But studies say that Gen Z is kind of tired of being cooped up in the home. And I guess that goes back to a little bit of age. I'm almost 50 years old. And for me, I don't mind working in a home office. Now, I've done that for years, building Smart Hustle and other companies I've built. I built four companies, sold two companies. I was fired from the United Nations. I'm a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy, done some pretty cool things, interviewed President Barack Obama, hung out with Ivanka Trump in India, done some things God's blessed me to do. So maybe it's with age and time and maturity, you kind of are fine working from home, but part of it could be loneliness. So it was interesting to have this survey that came out that said Gen Z is yearning to get back to the office. But some of us, and I bet many of us on this chat today on Clubhouse were like, you know what? I am just fine being at home, but it is what it is. So that is point number three. Point number four, coming up, how to improve your time management skills. Time is a finite amount of thing. Time is so finite and we only have so much of it in a given day and it's amazing. Every day when I wake up, I think about this more and more. I talk about this with my daughter. I talk about this with my wife and say, listen, we only have so much time. As I said, I'm almost 50 years old. I'll be dead in about 30 to 40 years if all things go according to plan and by God's will, unless other things happen to, uh, to uh, circumnavigate that. But the point being, we only have so much time. So I'm in the phase of life, and that's why I like Brielle and other sessions, especially the Tuesday or Wednesday sessions we have about wealth. How do I build wealth? It's a weak area for me, but I'm getting more into it for sure. So how can we improve our time management skills? One, a, a week, and this was in the Wall Street Journal, a weekly review, an hour by hour plan. Understand when do you work your best Start each day with a win. Start your day off right. Hmm, have we heard that before? How you start your day in the morning will impact the rest of your day. Work in sprints. Use checklists and avoid burnout. Sometimes you just gotta stop working. So that was something in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you can look at that later on. But I thought that was very interesting because I'm pretty good in time management. I'm very, very focused on my calendar. If it's not calendared, it doesn't happen. And I have an amazing executive assistant and project manager. And I'm really good at task management. The tool I use is Asana. Some of you are using Trello. There's all kinds of tools. But time management is something I do pretty, pretty good. And part of that also is saying no. And part of that also is prioritization. I'll give you one quick story before I move to the next tip. I started waking up at 4.30 in the morning so I could be a part of the Breakfast with Champions community and help build this amazing community that so many of us are a part of, especially more of us in recent days. But guess what happened? When I woke up at 4.30, I didn't have full time for my devotions with God and prayer and reading my Bible. So I had to set my alarm for 4.25. That gave me five minutes to wash my face, brush my teeth, do push-ups, stretch, then I could have my morning devotions, be on Breakfast with the Champions, hear Glenn's amazing talks at 5.30, then go for my morning workout routine. So my point being, this is what you have to do. Something has to give. So how to improve time management, Wall Street Journal, really, really good article, and I can share that with you as well. Are business cards still important? I wrote this article in entrepreneur.com. And um, by the way, 
I need tips and advice and, and input and uh, hints from my entrepreneur.com articles. So anybody has any angles, stories, things they want me to cover, just DM me or email me. I would love to feature you also in entrepreneur.com or smarthustle.com for that matter. I do quite a bit of writing me and my team. So our business card's still important. Here's the thing, ooh, I gotta ring the bell. Boom, tip number five. And they are, in my opinion. Now, here's the thing. Some people get very cool. I'm, here, I'm curious. By flash of mics, who do not use business cards and prefer digital apps like NFC, near-field communication? Who is that? Let's see. I hear some I hear some mic flashing. Good, 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 good. Okay, Scott. Okay. Scott and Nathaniel. Okay. They're saying, Ramon, listen, we like the digital. Okay. That's cool. Scott and Nathaniel, maybe I'll pick you up in a few minutes here to talk about that. Who here likes the old school and has business cards you know are ninja flash the mics that you know your business card is rocking christina okay who else who else okay okay so good good so shannon all right so yeah so i'm a firm believer in regular old-fashioned paper-based business cards and i think they're good i find that the digital communication tools are nice but when you're at an event oh you got to put your nfc on oh it's not working oh the wi-fi is not on by then i could have gave you 25 of my business cards so our business cards still important my vote yes Hey, listen, I think you should. I've getting my cards from Moo, or you can use Vistaprint, or you can go to your local printer. So many ways you can get good business cards. And my business cards, I have five different business cards and a different version of my face on each card, and it's baller. So I love my business cards. <laughs> Tip number six, how to hire reliable virtual assistants. Me personally, I don't like the word virtual assistant because I think it connotates somebody doing some Excel spreadsheets or manually typing in business cards in a sheet or doing some kind of work like that, which is good. But I really prefer executive assistants, project manager, social media. They just be happen to people who work anywhere in the world. But Belay Solutions, by the way, a faith-based virtual assistant company, could be a great a partner for uh, Breakfast with the Champions, by the way. But how to hire reliable virtual assistants. Two things I found over the year that are very important. One, have a job description. Some people, I need a VA. What does that mean you need a VA? We all need a VA. But what do you want them to do? Do you really want a bookkeeper? Do you really want an accountant? Do you really want a project manager? Do you really want a social media manager? Do you really want an executive assistant? Do you really want someone to help you with the emails? Do you really want someone to walk your dog? Be clear in what you want. Second point that Belay talked about here in their article, soft skills and hard skills. This is real important. What is the aptitude they have to do the given task? My executive assistant, her name is Jamie. She is a baller, a guru of funnels, a master of it, but she's not a, a copywriting person. So my point being, what is the aptitude you're hiring someone for? That's great. But then also what are the soft skills? Going back to Jamie, this is a softer skill. She is perfect at knowing how to prioritize and help me run my life and run Smart Hustle and everything else I'm doing. She is perfect for that, so we have a great match. So my point is, as you're looking for a virtual assistant that can help you grow your business, and for those of you who are solo business owners, and that's many of us on here, many of us are coaches, consultants, speakers, et cetera. Those of you who are solo business owners, if you're finding it difficult to run your business, part of it is you need to wake up earlier and start your day right. That's AKA, as what Glenn Delaney says. Two, you need to get the principles of just how to run a business, think and grow rich, other things that are that are important for business ownership, your marketing intact, et cetera. My book, Celebrity CEO. But the third thing that you guys need, that people need to do, and I'm finding I need to do this, you probably need to hire somebody. It's really hard to grow a business at scale, to build, I would even say a half a million dollar, million dollar company. 
if you don't have a team to help you. So how to hire a reliable virtual assistant. That was from Belay Solutions. Point number seven, Apple's new child protection features. This was interesting. Now, the headline of this, the bottom line, you can just look this up online, was that Apple has new child protection features to uh, stop against pornography and things like that. We know those are terrible things and that's good for them doing it. But what I wanna talk about today is, how they miscommunicated that. As I understand it, they had a child protection feature, they had other features coming out the same day, and they miscommunicated it. People are like, oh, if I have uh, you know, some racy pictures of my partner, are you gonna see that? Valid question, that's my business, I can do what I want. And so they had to re-clarify the messaging. Good deed, bad communication. Also, it wasn't timed so well. Often what you think is clear is not so clear to others. So this is just something to remind us all that we need to be better and more clear communicators. I know here in the group, we have a number of people who are master that communication. I know Nisha is one person, Dominique is one person that are on here right now, I don't think, and I'm sure you have other communication experts, but communication is so important. How clearly do we communicate, not just enunciate what we're doing, not just drop in science, right? You know, hearing Dr. Kimber or, or Kimberly's amazing voice and so many others who are on with us, but even just messaging. What is the messaging you convey uh, to your community? Breakfast with champions, right? Aren't we very clear? Inspiration, education, motivation. Very clear what Breakfast with Champions about. Second thing, what's it about? Wake up in the morning and start your day right. Two clear things, more things we can add to that, sure, but that's the basic clarity of what Breakfast with Champions, Glenn's vision is all about, that we are all joining him in building. So you all need to think also what how you can relate that to your own businesses. Tip number eight. This is interesting. Can million dollar companies go broke? And even though I think we're only supposed to reset the room really much once in a 30 minute segment, I just wanna quickly do a pause here before I get that because I'm so excited. And those who are newly on here, those who are old on here, most of you know, this is the Breakfast with the Champions, the Millionaire's Breakfast Club. You've heard about the timing already. Other speakers will talk about that. But I do wanna give some props, some props, some props, some props. This November 5th to 7th, in Lexington, Kentucky, Glenn Lundy is celebrating the 1,000th episode of the Rise and Grind movement by bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. And you're gonna have Tamara there, Amelia there, Dave Meltzer, and so many others are gonna be speaking there. Guess what? I bought, as soon as I saw the link, my VIP ticket. I also have already booked my hotel room, and I've also already got my flight. I encourage you, if you wanna be around an event, that's gonna have the ninja of ninja of ninjas at this event. Yes, people talking on stage, we're gonna learn from, but people all around you. I think Jeff and so many of the voices you hear, personalities, let's call them, Breakfast of Champions personalities are gonna be there. You need to buy your ticket. Go to growforgod.com, growforgod.com, and check it out and get your ticket today. I bought my ticket, you should buy your ticket as well and see Glenn Lundy and so many others. All right, so we're on tip number eight. The question is, can million dollar companies grow broke? We wrote about this on smarthustle.com and I didn't write it, but one of my writers wrote it. And the answer is yes. We often talk about building businesses and building wealth. We hear this from Grant Cardone and so many of our other wealth, uh, the, the wealth channel I'll call that. And this is important, but one tip I wanna give to all of us small businesses there, don't just look at the revenue number. 
because you could be making, you could be doing the proverbial million dollar business or billion dollar business and not having two nickels to rub together to pay yourself. And that's jacked up. And I've been in that kind of position using credit cards to finance my business and so many things and looking at the top line revenue. Ooh, I've made hundreds of thousands. Ooh, I've made this amount of money. But nobody knew my secret. I was drowning in debt. Nobody knew I was drowning in expenses that weren't worth the ROI. So I encourage you to consider as you're building your businesses, at least for me and my house, at least for what I want to do, why am I building my business? Why am I generating revenue? I'm on the purpose of one, I want to provide for me and my family. And two, I want to build my community and create generational wealth. And the only way I can do that is if I'm generating a massive profit in my business so I can do what I want with the money that God's given me. So a few, four things to keep in mind. Focus on profit, not just revenue. One good book is definitely Mike Michalowicz, um, Profit First. Um, so that's a really good book. Uh, if anybody wants to, uh, you can just Google that, go to Amazon and get, check it out. Uh, or just if you DM me as well, uh, uh, best books, best books, I'll send you my top list of books that are my favorite 10 books for small business growth. And don't forget Glenn Lundy's a book as well, The Morning Five, great read. But focus on profit, not revenue. Focus on cash flow. Understand what are the costs to make the products or services you're doing. They call this cost of goods sold. I'm not going to geek out on all this. Other speakers who know this way better than me can touch on these things in other rooms and other segments. What is your overhead? But you can use any financial tool you want, FreshBooks, QuickBooks, um, Xero, uh, Weave, uh, Wave Accounting, so many other solutions you can use. And manage the cash flow of your business because as you're growing, my, fo my point here Focus on the top, don't focus just on the top line revenue and say, ooh, we've earned 200,000 this year. We've earned 300,000 this year. Also make sure you can pay yourself a fat, 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 juicy profit. All right, I feel bad about saying fat, fat, fat profit knowing there's all these 75 hard people here. So I got to think of another way to say that. All right, tip number nine. By the way, you know, when you can't see people's heart, I'm curious, by flash of your mics, is what I'm saying resonating or helping anybody today? If any one of these tips so far helped anybody or giving anybody room to think, Lily, thank you so much. Brad, great. Four people out of the millions we have. I'm just joking. <laughs> awesome. Nisha, Tara, Shannon, Rocky, thank you all somewhat. Good, good, good. <laughs> thank you. All right. And y'all know how it is, right? You know, when you don't have that audience engagement, it's hard to know. Can anybody even hear me? Am I alone? You're doing great, oh, You're doing great. So all right. Phenomenal, yes. I can absolutely hear you. Absolutely. Oh, well. Thank you, Renee. You got to record your voice for me so I can wake, we are wake up to that after intensely. I appreciate it. All right, here we go. Tip number nine, setting up a home studio. I'm a member of the National Speakers Association, a community for professional speakers. By the way, anybody wants to be a professional speaker or is a professional speaker, you can DM me as well or email me directly, and I'd love to connect you to the NSA National Speakers Association, a great community for professional speakers. But here's a few things you can consider as you're setting up a home studio. And again, I can share this link with you or you can just Google how to set up a home studio. There's so many resources on that. But a few of you who are getting into this and doing more video, ironically, over on Clubhouse, but video is important. And even audio, Glenn has a, a, a amazing studio and I can't wait to, uh, I'd love to have him do a segment on more about that in future episodes, what he's using. But I try to slow his IG videos and see what he's doing. So, but one, lighting is important. And you can just use natural light, but you should have some nice lights and things like that for, for to make yourself look better, you know, especially when you don't have the natural light. Two, what's your background look like? It doesn't have to be a CNBC or CNN professional studio, but it should look legit. It shouldn't look busted, it shouldn't look ghetto. It shouldn't look like you're in a bathroom or something, unless you have a nice bathroom. If you have a bed, at least make it, but your background should look good. Sound, 
It should be in a quiet place where there's no sound around you. Now, some of you are traveling, some of you are moving, and you have to do your show while in motion. But most of the time, if you're serving people in an audio environment or video, it should be in a quiet place using a good microphone. I have a podcast microphone that I use for some things. I have a Jabra headset that I use for like right now, I'm on a Jabra headset. I hope it sounds well. And then you should be comfortable. Be in a comfortable place. So setting up a home studio is and, and having the comfort and quality is a great way that you can do things to uh, add value to your community. Uh, and I really suggest those of you who are starting out, especially you're struggling, or know you don't have the office the way you want, definitely consider this link from the National Speakers Association about setting up a home studio. And tip number 10, guest podcasting. This is really interesting and there's so much I can talk about guest podcasting. I can go on podcasting all day long. My specialty is personal branding, marketing, et cetera, like many of ours are, but get guest, podcast, guest podcasting. This was an article that teachable.com, and teachable, by the way, those who don't know, is one of many great resources to help you create courses online. And there's so many course creation companies, but Teachable's pretty good at that as well. But three things they mentioned. Why do you want to do guest podcasting? Many of you have podcasts. And I invite, by the way, I've reached out to many of you already, Tamara and so many others. Uh, to, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want to shine the light on what you're doing on the Smart Hustle platform to my community. And I, and, I, and I would love to be on yours. So I would think all of us here in the Breakfast of the Champions, if you have podcasts or platforms that can help each other, let's cross promote each other. So let me get back to the point, guest podcasting. Why should you do this? Credibility is one way to do it. Two, build your brand. Three, have a good pitch. This is important. When you want to be on someone else's podcast, and I must give props, John Lee Dumas has a great series of templates all about how to get on somebody else's podcast. But have a good pitch. Don't just go to, you know, you're DMing, let me see, TM here, right? And say, hey, TM, I'm nobody. I can't speak well. Um, I have sucky content. Can I be on your podcast? No. You got to hit them with a baller pitch and make that happen. So I could talk about that all day long, but I got about four minutes to go. I do like to live, leave, leave early to give time for our next segment. And again, if you want this session, uh, the, the notes I have, just DM the word BWC to me on Instagram. But I'm going to open the mic real quick. And I wanted to call out, let's see, I saw somebody who had, who was that? Uh, I saw them, let me scroll. I think it was Scott. Scott or um, Nathaniel or, you know, Megan, you came off mute, Megan. Did you want to share something, Megan? Just let me know. It's hard to see with that. But Megan, do you want to? Okay, that wasn't. So Nathaniel or Megan, go for it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Megan, You know, please. I was going to share this uh, with Brielle on the last segment, and you just shared something uh, right now about uh, podcasting and, um, and tying it into what uh, Brielle was saying and then what you're talking about. Um, back in the pandemic, in the early days, I decided I wanted to spotlight uh, people because I was at my medical spa by myself, working by myself, and I thought, you know, I'm not motivating and inspiring and educating my team, and so let me spotlight others and help others. And I started a podcast a, a, a year and a half ago, and um, it's called Unique Leaders Live, and it's all about them. It's all about their stories, and actually, our Tony Rodriguez is my guest this Friday. Um, so, you know, it's about their story because as we all know, you didn't just become Ramon, that you're doing these amazing things in your book, which I'm enjoying, by the way. Um, you know, it, you have a story and that story will help others uh, give them that inspiration to, con to start, 
and and not only scale but to continue on so we're here like you're saying to share and this information is so awesome ramon really as a business uh builder of over years uh everything you're saying from you know it's about the uh revenue not the uh the numbers there it's i mean it's about the profit not the the numbers i mean on and on and on uh it's such good content and information and thank you but i'd love to have you on my uh, unique leaders live you're truly a unique leader so megan I've, we will make that happen i'm gonna yes. dm you as soon as i'm done here you dm me megan you're Fabulous. a breath of fresh air Okey and thank dope. you thank you so much god bless listen i got about two more minutes to go and i want to make sure we end on time i'm going to see if anybody else is blinking make your case scott please go ahead brother share with us and then i'll have you as the last one probably scott the floor is yours what's up man yeah, Ramon, I was just uh, chiming in. I know you were talking about business cards before and yes. uh, asked about the NFC stuff. Um, so I actually use a, uh, I found a cool company called Link and it has my NFC card built into the watch band of my Apple Watch. Uh, so it's, I like it because it's convenient uh, for me to take with me and it also gives me the ability to connect everyone to all my socials and everything like that as opposed to just having the traditional business card with, uh, you know, with the phone number, email address type thing. I love it. Thanks for sharing that, Mr. Techie. And listen, I want to end on time, so I want to respond. I know we got some more flashes, but I think I'm going to move on here. Unless, if you're flashing, just say your name real quick. Let me squeeze one more. Just say your name, and I'll call on you. Renee. Hey, Renee, go the ahead. Man, it's all yours. Uh... Renee, go for it, Renee. Renee, please go ahead. Thank you so very much, Raymond. And I want to say this because you're a genius, and you know, I love the fact that you just poured so much information into us. We had to write real quick though, because you go so fast, but you know what? That's what I love about you. You know, when you think about the word genius, it means just what you are. You know, here we are providing our expertise. You're exceptional, intelligent with your creative power. And all of that is just that natural ability. And that's what's so wonderful about what we're here being able to attract that type of energy, because why? because Glenn Lundy, he pours it into us. Not only is it about inspiration, motivation, and education, but also with the Breakfast of Champions, it's a lifestyle. That's what we're a part of. This lifestyle has been able to move us to achieve greater heights in what we're doing. And one of the things I reached out to one of the guys you know we always like to check up on each other and one of the things we've been able to do is um absolutely pour into each other as well i reached out to one of daryl and i said what are you doing this morning he said i'm getting ready for the breakfast with champion i'm like that's what i'm talking about so i want to leave this scripture because he shared it with me with all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the spirit. Second Corinthians 3.18. So guys, we are looking at each other. We are mirroring each other. This is the breakfast with geniuses. That's right, because each and every last one of you guys are geniuses. And I'm so grateful for this segment. Thank you so very much, Ramon. I'm complete. Hey, Renee, thank you so much. And with that, I am at the top of the hour, Renee. Thank you so much again. Many people are DMing me. Just DM the word BWC, BWC to me on Instagram for this list. Or those who want the best books I had, just DM me the word, the phrase best books, and we'll send that to you. With that, I Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.